This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Chris Anselmo. You're here with the Road to Retirement with Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Uh, today, I have a couple of guests, and Matt's our co-host. So, Matt, uh, why don't you introduce your guests? All right. Thanks, Chris. Today, we have with us uh, Kim Bergman, who's the Regional Marketing Director at Generation Senior Living of Berea in Strongsville, and Kristen Kessler, who is the Community Relations Director at Generation Senior Living of Strongsville. Um, so thank you, ladies, for, for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris and I have done a number of these podcasts recently, and we talk about it mostly from our planning side. We meet with families and they come in and they want to either set up an estate plan or they have a, a family health crisis that they're trying to figure out sort of what their next step should be. But we meet with a lot of them that don't really know what's out there from a an actual care standpoint. They don't know where to go. They don't know. They don't really know what they don't know. So the two of you, I'm sure, see that a lot in your fields as well, where where you're meeting with these families. And so why don't you, first of all, just tell us a little bit about Generation Senior Living. Sure. Um, as you were saying, we do experience that quite often. A lot of times families are coming to us in a sometimes an emergency situation trying to place a loved one. Um, but I guess to tell you a little bit about us and what's a little bit different about us is uh, we are a family-owned and operated company, and we've been in business for over 50 years, which we're very proud of. Uh, we actually are now working- I didn't know we had seniors 50 years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that word just come out like a decade ago? Oh, yes. Actually, I mean, their father started the company, and uh, now we're working for the brothers. So we're working with the second generation right now of- uh, so their father, Robert M. Corey, he actually uh, was the pioneer of senior living in Northeast Ohio. He designed cutting edge programs and services to meet the needs of seniors, everything from the way that the building is laid out and designed to nutrition programs and activities provided for those seniors. So what's a senior? Who's, I shouldn't say what, maybe who? Well, who? Oh, good question. So in our community, someone that would move into our community, we've had someone as young as 55 if they need have the needs that arise. But typically, I would say uh, the average age of someone moving into our type of community is probably early 80s. Good, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have your room reserved yet. No, okay. Well, I remember the first time I came out to visit a couple years ago, and Kim, I remember you taking me around, and. It's, it's funny, I don't think that people really grasp sort of what an assisted living community looks like. You know, I looked in there and I was like, well, what's the age requirement? Because the rooms are laid out and you have all these things. Can you tell us a little bit about 
the just activities that go on and, and sort of what, you know, when people think of going into a, a facility or a community, they always think just straight nursing home. But but assisted living is much different than a nursing home. Just tell us a little bit about, you know, that that difference. Absolutely. We we get that question quite often um, because the seniors that we are dealing with remember their grandparents and visiting them in a nursing home. And that's what they view as what an assisted living is. And it's not. I mean, it is completely different. It's a very home-like community um, with amazing meals, let me tell you. Our chef is to die for. Um, he does a great job. And that's very important to the seniors. I mean, they, they want to make sure they're getting proper nutrition. And um, with that, we do have different levels of care that we do provide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so to talk a little bit about those levels of care, someone can come in needing very little assistance, but then they can age in place. As their needs change, we can add on more services. So someone who's coming in fairly independent, we're providing three meals a day, laundry and housekeeping services. And we also have nurses on staff, so if their needs change and they need a little bit of help with their medication and just their oversight of their general health, our nursing staff can assist them with that. Um, we can also allow residents to remain in their apartment and we can add on services from our caregivers providing assistance with activities of daily living. And what those are is assistance with bathing, grooming, dressing, things like that. And we can also provide mobility assistance. So the benefit of living in a senior living community is that you could really age in place and it's peace of mind for the family knowing that they're not gonna have to start their search all over. I would say that most of the people that I see that are in, especially assisted living, they're more social than I am. They, I mean, they're always busy doing something like there's always activities going on um the really important thing that stuck out to me i remember the first time i came to visit was you talked about the um the fact that a lot of your staff a lot of your caregivers had a lot of years of retention and that's not something that a lot of places can can boast about so you know, tell us a little bit about that that side of it. Sure, absolutely. Um, we are very proud of that. Uh, we have a lot of longevity in our communities. We have had people that have worked for us 35 years. We've had people that worked for us 15 years, you know, five years. I think it all goes back to being a family-owned and operated company. Our owners treat our staff and residents like family. And that is such the difference that you don't get in other communities. So my dad eventually had to go into a memory care um, nursing home. And I remember when I walked in, like, you know, because he was on the other other side of the door, the door, right? And and the um, assisted living side, and we had just recently built a house, my wife and I, and I was like, man, maybe we should have just moved in here. I mean, <laughs> there, were, there was, a, you know, good food. There was an open bar. There was, a, like, a theater room. And I'm like, well, I don't know. So it's not that dreary place you think you know when you not see at all not at all we we are blessed that we have two different communities to offer one being in downtown berea which is close to co lake uh, a lot of the shops um, restaurants and everything that our residents can walk to and then in strongsville our strongsville locations right next to jay bella and dairy queen two favorite restaurants out there that the residents love so it's it just depends what type of feel or environment someone's looking for 
Right. It's not it's not just, hey, we're dropping you off and now you're here for, you know, they can come and go as they please. And you have a lot of residents that still drive and get around regularly, too. Right. Absolutely. Someone that would come in at our independent level, as we call it. Yes, they can still be driving. They can still be doing their thing. They can come and go as they please. Um, it just it, it just gives them a little bit of peace of mind, maybe more so the family. I think it's families don't realize how much their maybe mother or father is going to thrive in this environment because so many of them have been isolated and alone. Now all of a sudden they have socialization, they're getting good nutrition, they have someone managing their medications. So all of a sudden they completely perk up and they're like, what happened to my mom or dad? You know? Yeah, no, there was, you know, even on my dad, when he was on the memory side, they had activities for them to do. They were, you know, playing cards or whatever. They had people come in with little singers came in, they were singing songs. So he was, I actually thought he was thriving more there than at home, but eventually he had, he had Louis body's disease. So eventually that, that got to him. But uh, yeah, it's not, it was much better than I expected. Now we did search a lot of places before we settled on one because you know, there's good and bad everywhere. Right. So just want to make sure you do your homework and get into a really good facility. That's, so let me ask you, because I'm sure our listeners are going to say, look, how affordable is it? What's the range? I don't, uh, we're holding you to numbers, but what can we expect in the Cleveland area? Absolutely. Um, well, for generations, for instance, we're very competitive with our pricing. Our rates start at about $115 per day. Um, and depending on how much assistance someone needs and what their level of care is, that can change. Uh, we also offer respite stays, and that's um, something as little as two weeks up to two months but there's a multitude of reasons why someone might choose a respite stay. Maybe the resident had a bout of illness and they're not safe to return home after a hospitalization, or perhaps their caregiver is um, needing to take care of some of their own needs. They can come and stay in a fully furnished suite and we would have all the amenities provided for them. Um, a respite stay is about $180 per day. And a lot of times people ask us in regards to what type of payments do we accept? We get those questions quite a bit. Um, typically in assisted living, it is a private pay situation where someone would pay privately to live with us. But there are many benefits out there that people aren't aware of. You know, if someone has long-term care insurance, that could help pay for assisted living. There's also the aid in attendance benefit through the VA. We do that, yes. Yes, that can, it's a huge benefit that can help pay for assisted living as well. You know, obviously there's qualifiers for that. They have to be, you know, financials um, as well as um, medical needs and serve during wartime to qualify for something like that. Um, but we do also offer the assisted living Medicaid waiver program. Um, we do have, um, it's available to our residents within our community that you know can spend down their funds and then be able to stay with us on the waiver. So veterans don't have to go to a VA hospital, they could come to you guys and the government will somehow pay for it. Correct. So with the, the uh, aid and attendance program, that is something that wartime veterans are eligible for, as well as uh, their spouses or even their widowed spouses. Um, as Kim said, there are different qualifiers and um, oftentimes we will work with elder law attorneys such as yourself to help them with those benefits. But that is a supplement that comes directly to the resident and then they use those funds to pay for their care. Yeah, we, we did a whole show a few weeks ago on aid and attendance pension. And 
it's really sad because if I mean I've given a lot of workshops and we almost always have veterans in the you know, know and yeah and, and you ask okay how many veterans do we have here and a certain number raise their hand and then you ask them how many of you have heard of the aid and attendance pension and almost all the hands drop and it's just I get it the the VA isn't in the business of of marketing this benefit to people but it's it's just all the more reason why if you have questions you need to ask somebody and and try and find out if there are things available because these are there and we can people can do planning to get those benefits turned on they just have to it goes back to not knowing what they don't know and Absolutely. Oftentimes we work with families who are interested in assisted living, but they don't know, you know, can they afford it? So that initial meeting when you're sitting with them and talking through, um, you know, the benefits that are out there for them, you really uncover a lot. Well, it's a big deal because a big concern is, am I going to run out of money? You know, and, and we almost never want to move someone once they've gotten comfortable, so they've moved, you know, they move into your community, they've been thriving for a few years, their funds are dwindling. And then, you know, luckily you accept the the waiver program, but some assisted living communities don't even have that available. And, you know, the aid and attendance pension is something that really, like if you look at the numbers for it, for a married veteran, it's like $2,200 a month. So if you're getting that on top of your income, think about how much shorter or how much less of a monthly shortfall you have that it's the difference between somebody being able to stay, you know, just a year and a half based on their funds versus maybe three years. So it's a program that I always try to talk about whenever I'm in front of someone in the you know, the senior communities. Let me ask you, so are you just assisted living? What happens if they progress or degress, I should say? What, no, what's that, next? that's a great question. We get that very often. We are an independent and assisted living community. Um, we do have people that can um, stay in our community through the end of life with going on hospice care. So that is an option. Uh, we actually do have a um, hospice company as well. Cypress Hospice is ours as well. And so a lot of times they will come in and take care of our residents through the end of life. If it gets to a situation of maybe um, someone not being safe or is exit seeking and might need more like a memory care community, then we have a lot of partners in the community that we talk to and we work with our families and direct them to those locations. Or if it gets to the point where they need round the clock care, like a skilled nursing facility or a nursing home, we have um, connections with them as well and we help with the placement. How often do you find that the families even ask you those questions because I, I think that they all they think that everyone's their own little silo and so they know that a move is imminent for mom or dad but do they actually come and seek your advice on maybe places that they should go because that's always the information of where to look where to start our search is the hardest part for people to to overcome Absolutely. You know, if we're working with a family and 
we're not the right community for them. Maybe their needs are such that they need memory care or they need a higher level of care that we cannot provide. We're happy to work with them and direct them in the right location, give them contact information of who they can talk to that might be a more appropriate community for their loved one. Kristen and I are actually out in the community quite often. Um, we do a lot of presentations to seniors. And the biggest thing I always tell the seniors is, you know, be proactive, go out and tour these communities now while you're healthy and you can make your own decision. I'm like, empower yourself. Don't leave it up to your son or daughter in an emergency situation to find the right place that you may want to live. Uh, I, we had a similar situation. My uh, in-laws live in Florida and we, my wife and I went down I don't know, I guess it was last year, and toured these places with them because they said, look, eventually uh, they have longevity on their side, and eventually, you know, we need to find a place in case something happens. And they were very reluctant to go looking around because obviously they want to stay at their house as much as they can. But, uh, but I do know, like, even for them, my, uh, his, so it would be my wife's grandmother was eventually in one of those facilities down there too. And it was, it was nice. It was pretty much come and go. It was like an apartment setting. You just came and go whenever you went. So I, I really think people just don't understand what assisted living is, you know, so. We always say, I mean, people pre-plan so many things in their life. You know, some, some people pre-plan by having health insurance or not life insurance. I'm sorry. They have, you know, all these, their will, they have a trust, they do all this pre-planning, they plan for everything but where they may have to live someday. Mm-hmm. And I just, I keep telling them, I'm like, make it your decision, write it down, let it be known to your family, and you know, don't make it a fire drill at that point in time. And it's, it's funny, we always laugh, I'm like, how many of you have said you're never gonna live in an assisted living or nursing home? Guess what, every single yeah. hand goes up. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, both our buildings are full with a lot of people that probably said the same thing, but unfortunately, something's happened where they needed our services. Right, when we give a, a, a webinar or a seminar and we tell people that two out of three of you are gonna need some form of long-term care, you know, once you reach age 65 or 70, and it's like, how many of you expect to, and nobody raised their hand, it's like, okay, well, I guess we have two other full webinars that every single person's gonna need it because it's not gonna be you. But you're right, the the information's out there and, and there are a lot of services available to seniors that they can just shop around now. They don't have to lock in anything, but knowledge is really a benefit to them so that when the time comes, it isn't the fire drill like you said. Um, and then Kim, one other thing that you had just said a few minutes ago about being able to tour the communities, which obviously has been one of the big things with with COVID right now is is a lot of, well, most of the communities have had shut down access to, um, you know, people that weren't the residents and families haven't been able to come. How has COVID changed the landscape of assisted living in general or more specifically your communities? Well, as far as visiting, Matt, um, it's definitely changed for people who are inquiring for our community and wanting more information. In the past, I was able to bring someone in, tour them, maybe even have them join me for lunch. That's much different. Um, Lately, we've been providing porch visits where we can sit down and talk about our services. 
We can also offer FaceTime tours um, and walk around the community with the iPad. It's a little different, but it's a little drone you know, flying have. around. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great option. I haven't yeah. thought of that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, I have a, the capability of being able to provide a, a virtual tour for um, families that they can share with the resident themselves or their loved ones, and it can be sent to them via text or via email. So that just the technology that is available to us is great in regards to being able to tour during a pandemic, but it's much different. Yeah, I, I never would have thought that we would get as many virtual meetings as we do, but everyone seems to have really taken to it quickly. So it has been, it's made things a lot easier for everyone, I think. Yes, it definitely has. I, it was, you know, hard on both our families and residents um, back in March and April when things really were shut down. Uh, but Except I got, for us tax offices. <laughs> and us healthcare providers. Yeah. We didn't get shut down. Um, but, you know, I, I was very proud of our team and they really stepped up to come up with new and creative ways to stay in contact. I mean, we have FaceTime that we could do. We were able to do porch visits with our families. Um, and then, you know, now it's to the point we're allowed to do inside visitation. So that gives them that opportunity to see their loved one face to face. We have something called Sunshine Mail. It's on our website and families can actually type a note, attach a picture and email it to us. And, we, and they pick their theme and template and we can send it out to their loved ones and we deliver it in person. That's awesome. So we're, we're just about out of time here. So so uh, why don't the two of you let everybody know how they can get a hold of you um, quickly. Also, if you want to mention the turkey and pumpkin roll event that you're having next week. So we got about 30 seconds. All right, perfect. Thank you. So actually in our Berea location, we are offering a turkey and pumpkin roll pickup. Um, we do require reservations. Our phone number for that is 440-238-3600. Um, we also have Facebook and Instagram pages. You could follow us on there and see for yourself all the activities and fun that we're having at Generations. And then finally, if you want to learn more about us or see testimonials or other virtual tours, we do have a website that is generations, with an S at the end, hcm.com. Okay, well, thanks for coming in today. Hopefully our listeners learned a lot about assisted living. Um, I know I did. And uh, um, again, thanks for coming in. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.